0: Hello there, my name is Kathleen and this is the Osborne Tapes, the re-release of the Analyst Corner podcast with Debbie Osborne. Today's episode is about the National White Collar Crime Center, NW3C for short, a nationwide support system for law enforcement and regulatory agencies involved in the prevention, investigation, and prosecution of economic and high-tech crime. Dale Smith is featured in this episode and we hear about how the NW3C delivers training in computer forensics, cyber and financial crime investigations, and intelligence analysis. Dale was the training manager for over eight years and now works as a consultant and adjunct lecturer at Utica College. Debbie and Dale discuss the importance of analytical support and encourage listeners to utilize the analysts on staff with NW3C who provide real-time investigative support. Some examples of the support provided includes investigative templates and guides, uh, protecting your agency's online information and operations, and cyber alerts. NW3C also offers members free on-demand webinars that cover a wealth of topics ranging from human trafficking to bitcoin to mental health and law enforcement. Although the original episode was published in 2009, the NW3C still continues to set the example for what training and education should look like for law enforcement and intelligence analysis. So be sure to check out the links and the episode notes for resources regarding the NW3C and tools for analysts and investigation support. Now let's get into today's episode.
1: Today's topic is the National White Collar Crime Center's training opportunities for law enforcement analysts. Our guest is Dale Smith, training manager for what is otherwise known as the NW3C. You can visit the NW3C website at nw3c.org. Hello, Dale. Welcome to the show.
2: Good morning, Debbie.
1: Thank you um, for agreeing to come on. I I am a great fan of your training. Um, I've done some adjunct training with your advanced course that we'll be talking about, but some of our listeners... Aren't familiar with the National White Collar Crime Center and its mission? I went on the website and was reading its vision this morning. It says that the National White Collar Crime Center will be the national and international leader in the prevention, investigation, and prosecution of economic and high-tech crime. But I happen to know that um, it's you know economic crime is is not just what we're thinking about, like the the banking industry today or or High-level fraud. There's also there's there's high-tech crime. To there's a lo, there's a lot covered by your mission. So perhaps you can give us an overview of what your agency actually does and and um, how it's expanded to helping in the homeland security arena.
2: Well, certainly, and it's certainly a pleasure to be on with you uh, this morning, Debbie. Um, our our organization's been around for nearly 30 years. Um, and um, essentially as you as you stated, uh, we are a nationwide support system uh, um, designed to assist state, local and tribal uh, law enforcement organizations um, that are involved in in those things, prevention, investigation, and prosecution of economic and high tech crimes. Um, we We after um, September eleventh two thousand one, uh, we decided to to support um, our audience we needed to also uh, partner with other appropriate entities in addressing homeland security initiatives as they relate to economic and high-tech crimes so um, so we, we moved into uh, providing training and support also um, in intelligence analysis. Um, our, our organization began as a as a, a kind of a grouping of some states who were involved in uh, investigating, Corruption and crime in the uh, coal and gas industry. Uh, so, so information sharing uh, was something that the organization uh, was born out of, and um, uh, several years later, moved more broadly into the national um, into white collar crime as our focus. Our um, our services are provided uh, free of charge to state local and tribal organizations. Uh, we are a membership-based organization, so so agencies actually uh, request membership in the National White Collar Crime Center. Our board of directors, who is comprised of members from uh, those agencies, uh, vote on whether to accept them as members, and once they are members, all of their personnel within their agency are entitled to our services
1: free of charge. Which is a, a great benefit to many people who who um,
0: spend a lot of money on
1: training, and, and so they might go. They might host a training course. How does that work for the people who? Is, is not focused more on the show and the and the training aspect? You you fly all over the country to provide training. How does that work for the host agencies?
2: Well, certainly uh, we ha- we receive a lot of requests from. Uh, our member agencies and as as well as requests from agencies who aren't members to host one of our training courses, uh, the only thing we ask of of those agencies is just to provide us with a location to host the course um, and uh, in return for that location, we uh, offer them six seats in the course uh, and then the remaining seats in the course, which typically our courses run from twenty four to thirty. Uh, participants, um, are filled by agencies within the area who would like to attend the course. Um, Our funding comes primarily from uh, grant funding that we receive uh, from the federal government through the Bureau of Justice Assistance, Office of Justice Programs, and uh, some funding from the Department of Homeland Security to provide that training. So, So we want to get the training out to as many agencies as we can. Uh, which is one of the reasons we we do mobile training. We take the training out to to the agencies so that um, they don't incur that travel cost and lodging, those things that agencies, typically small agencies, can't afford.
1: And so um, perhaps you can tell the audience what kinds of courses are available related to analysts. In law enforcement? I mean, I, I know, but I know there's first the Foundations of Intelligence Analysis Training. Um, perhaps you could describe that course a little bit for our audience?
2: Well, sir, certainly. Uh, the Foundations of Intelligence Analysis Training course, uh, or FIAT, as it's more commonly known, um, was developed back in 2003 and it was developed uh, through a consortium uh, with uh, the National White Collar Crime Center. Uh, the International Association of Law Enforcement Intelligence Analysts, ILEA, uh, the Law Enforcement Intelligence Unit, LEIU, and uh, the RISC Centers, the Regional Information Sharing System Centers. Uh, We formed a a consortium back in 2003 to develop a a foundation-level training course for intelligence analysts uh, and have been teaching that course uh, since then. um, those other organizations are also teaching the course so um, uh, all of our courses are developed based on a need uh, sometimes uh, we will survey our member agencies to, to and ask them you know what type of training do you need uh, so we develop our training based on the need that's out there uh, some of the other training courses we have are the uh, advanced criminal intelligence analysis to prevent terrorism course uh, which is a course that was developed about two years ago uh, with funding from the Department of Homeland Security uh, to provide them. It builds off of some of the things that are covered in a foundation level course. Um, uh, The course um, uses kind of an all crimes approach uh, to look at um, uh, terrorist indicators and also uh, to um, Uh, cover some more advanced topics like um, how to defeat bias, analytic bias, uh, and some more predictive methodologies methodologies that may be used in uh, intelligence analysis. Uh, One of the other trainings that we offer, uh, we are a training provider partner with I2 um, in providing the Analyst Notebook uh, Version 7 Level 1 course, so we offer that to uh, state, local, and tribal agencies as well.
1: Well, um, I happen to be a fan of the Advanced Criminal Intelligence Analysis to Prevent Terrorism course. I I particularly like what you said, all crimes, and I don't know that many people in the audience would perhaps understand what that means, but from my perspective as a person who worked as a crime analyst using local-level police department data, um, I really liked the course in that it start, starts out there's a lot of practical exercises for the participants. It starts out that they work on actual crime data. It's, you know, of course not real crime data, but, but they have to analyze crime reports to look for um, patterns that eventually lead, in the case, to, to the bigger problem that is a terrorist problem so that it, it integrates that information that isn't often available to all the analysts but it, it provides that big overview and maybe you could um, talk about why Why is that? Why do you start with crime data and move on?
2: Well, the, uh, we believe that um, um, local agencies, local, state, tribal agencies, if uh, they're more likely to see indicators of terrorist activity in uh, the crime data that they're already collecting. So um, uh, Taking that data and analyzing it and understanding what those indicators are, um, we think are important uh, to, um, to lead to um, uh, discovering um, those things within their communities. Um, all terrorist uh, activities are local, so when a terrorist event occurs, it's going to affect the, um, the local agencies and the state agencies. Um, first. They're going to be the first people there on scene uh, and having to deal with that. So, uh, um, And they're going to, if if they understand what some of the indicators are, they're going to um, notice that in some of their uh, crime data as long as they're doing some analysis of it. So so the course starts off with, as you said, some analysis of crime data. Um, uh, There may or may not be uh, some of these indicators present. Uh, but with that analysis, that can be discovered, um, and then it moves into uh, some intelligence analysis. So, so uh, looking at what's going on and trying to uh, have some impact on the crime um, through uh, through some predictive methodology, through through looking at um, how we might um, look to the future and make some impact and and um, on the crime that's occurring.
1: And, and for our listeners, as you said, you move on to the intelligence analysis aspect. You're looking at the people and, and the relationships. And what other things, what are you talking about when you're saying you look first at the crime data and then you're looking at the intelligence data? For our audience, what would that be in general?
2: Well, um, uh, looking at, um, once once uh, patterns are discovered, um, they're then going to uh, look at, um, Um, some uh, do some research we'll say and and determine um, who might be involved in this uh, in this activity Um, and um, gather some some information about uh, groups that may be involved and uh, try to determine if there are some ways that you can um, uh, affect the outcome or or try to prevent um, the crimes from that group by using Uh, the intelligence cycle by collecting information, uh, then uh, collating it um, after you've evaluated it to see if it's good information, um, and then getting that out, uh, eventually disseminating that to the people that can actually uh, have some impact.
1: And then um, as far as analyst notebook training goes, some of our listeners won't really know what, Analyst, we know what analyst notebook does. Um it's and you partner with them because it's a very common tool. Many of the federal agencies use analyst notebook, um they um intelligence centers, fusion centers. What is analyst notebook and how does it work in for analysts and for um law enforcement agencies?
2: Well analyst notebook is a it's a software program that um allows you to take a, a large volume of data and um and put that into a, a format that lets you visualize uh, what sort of uh, connections uh, there may be in that data um, uh, you can see if people um, are linked together um, uh, you can look at it in a couple different ways you can you can look at associations so uh, um, how people um, or Or organizations are related, but you may also want to look at um, uh, what they call temporal uh, analysis or or look at how things are related in time uh, chronologically to see if there are patterns. Uh, So uh, the the largest benefit I think with the software is being able to take a large volume of data. uh, It allows you to uh, import it into the software and create um, a, a visualization where you can see uh, these patterns, and uh, they become more apparent than, say, looking at a large spreadsheet of information or several different reports uh, of information.
1: Right. So, for example, say in a in a case where there might be financial, um, say, there's money laundering, you might see a pattern of someone making a bank deposit every third Monday of a month or something or or, or doing some kind of financial activity over time that shows a pattern that you wouldn't be able to see just by taking the paper, you you know, it's it's just very good. And you can also intersect, you can mix up the information, you can show um, events and you can show relationships between people, places, things, um, and and very... um, Revealing ways that help also show the investigators a problem yeah. or where they might where they might find a, a, a point in the investigation where they might make a difference, where they might apprehend someone or, or prevent a crime or do something like that. Um, yeah. who, who teaches your courses?
2: Who teaches our courses?
1: Yeah.
2: Um, well, uh, with all of our courses, we use. Um, uh, a staff member, so somebody uh, from the National White Collar Crime Center, um, will go out uh, to the training course as a facilitator. And we also use adjunct instructors who, uh, who are primarily volunteer instructors who currently work in the field. Uh, for instance, um, in our intelligence analysis courses, um, um We primarily use uh, intelligence analysts to come out and uh, and teach those courses um, Our financial crime courses uh, we may use prosecutors or investigators who have experience uh, in financial crime cases um, who teach the courses
1: and um, what what i I know That you recently received some funding to do more training for analysts in the next few years. Is that um, something you'd like to talk about or is that something that's not quite, you know, it's not a press release or, or whatever?
2: No, no, I absolutely I can talk about that. We're very okay. excited about uh, about that funding. Uh, we we have received funding from uh, a competitive training grants program that we applied for for fiscal year 2008 from the Department of Homeland Security, um, and actually uh, it, it comes through the Federal Emergency Management Agency's uh, National Preparedness Directorate, National Integration Center Training and Exercise Integration Secretariat training operations. I know that's a mouthful. Um, But uh, essentially, it's uh, funding to provide uh, an intelligence analyst training project. Uh, So uh, what we'll be doing is over the next three years uh, with this funding, we'll be teaching 40 of our fiat courses, the Foundations of Intelligence Analysis training course, and 40 of the Advanced Criminal Intelligence Analysis to Prevent Terrorism courses. Um, And we'll also during that time period be developing an intelligence writing and presentation training course uh, and delivering about 25 of those once that course has been developed. Um, and what we plan to do with this uh, intelligence analyst training project is um, uh, do it um, as a project. So, so we hope to schedule those courses in the same location, so uh, we'll schedule a fiat course for instance, in um, in New York City, uh, and then uh, a few months later, uh, have an advanced criminal intelligence analysis to prevent terrorism course, and then an intelligence writing and presentation course. What we hope to do is is uh, uh, be able to provide this uh, training uh, through the full spectrum in the same location.
1: And and so, what other We've been talking about the the intelligence training, which in in your agency, the fiat course and the the advanced course do include some crime analysis it's not considered separate, but do you have other um, other kinds of training, computer crime courses, other types of courses? Could you give us a little idea of what those are and what's involved in
2: absolutely uh, we we also have uh, a computer crime section um, here that uh, teaches training courses in uh, computer forensics and computer crime investigations. So they have some investigative courses uh, that deal with uh, digital evidence and then some uh, courses to teach uh, law enforcement um, how to do forensics on a computer. Uh, uh, Many of our cases today uh, uh, involve digital evidence. Uh, so it's important for, uh, for investigators to understand how to um, safely and uh, acquire the information from uh, computers and other devices. So we offer a range of different courses um, dealing with those issues. We also have several courses that we offer in financial crimes. Um, um, we have a Financial Investigation Practical Skills course. Uh, financial records examination and analysis course, and and several courses that deal with um, particular topics as well, like identity theft investigations, Um, a course that uh, looks at financial crimes that are committed against the senior population, Um, uh, so uh, uh, different courses that cover uh, different aspects of financial crimes.
1: And, and your agency also offers investigative support. Some of our listeners, perhaps many of our listeners, will be working in law enforcement, and and I do know that a number of agencies don't realize the kinds of support they might get um, from the National White Collar Crime Center. So perhaps you could describe that for us. Certainly. The analyst analytical support that
2: yes. I think uh, that is probably one of the services I think um, many of our member agencies aren't familiar with that I think is very valuable, and um, that's our investigative support. Uh, We do have um, analysts on staff who are available to assist um, agencies with um, investigative support. So if an agency um, receives is working on an investigation where they're going to have lots of uh, for instance, bank records, maybe maybe just boxes of bank records, and they don't have the expertise uh, or the time to uh, uh, let's say go through all that data. We have analysts that can do that for our uh, our agencies. Um, we also um, offer uh, intelligence services. Uh, we have um, a staff that can do uh, searches through. Some of the commercial databases, um, those uh, things like LexisNexis and ChoicePoint, uh, which are uh, fee-based services that um, many uh, smaller agencies may not have access to. Um, we have uh, our investigative supports section can do those searches for our member agencies, um, and. Um, uh, I think those, uh, to us, those are those are important services, and all of the services, because as you may well know, Debbie, that um, most uh, law enforcement agencies in this country are, are quite small. Um, the last census that I saw uh, indicated that um, 90% of the law enforcement agencies in the United States are are less than 50 sworn officers. So the, um, um, they may not have. Um, analysts on staff. Um, they may not have access to uh, to these commercial databases.
1: Right. And, and i it's my belief that many of the agencies don't realize the value of analysts because they haven't needed them. They've been small. Their jurisdictions might be rural or small, but yet they might come across or be involved in a bigger case. And so they would benefit from knowing that these services are available. These services are also available from regional intelligence sharing systems um, that yes. I do know a lot of agencies, smaller agencies, um, don't necessarily know how analysts work out of those. Could you describe that? Because some of our, the instructors are from the risk centers that work in your training programs and sometimes your host training at the risk centers. So could you just tell our audience what the regional intelligence sharing um, systems are? Yes, they they are
2: organizations very similar to ours. There are um six of them throughout the country who uh represent uh, particular regions. Um and essentially they offer um many of the same support services. They have uh, analysts on staff to assist uh, their their member agencies with uh, um, with investigative support. Uh they also um offer training to their member agencies. Uh, in the region, and um, uh, they also have um, some of the things that they do that we don't. Um, some of them offer um, um, equipment support. so if an agency needs a, a particular piece of equipment uh, for um, um, for an investigation that they're working on uh, they can they can get equipment loans. Um, they also uh, have um, computer forensic examiners on staff at at many of the risk centers as well uh, to assist with um, uh, the analysis of um, digital evidence if that's needed uh, from agencies in their region.
1: And I I don't think that they're competitors necessarily because I don't think there's enough analysts in the world to analyze all the data we could analyze, you know. Like if, if you had all the member agencies come to you, if they knew what you could do, you wouldn't have enough. You know, there's just not... It it hasn't been recognized yet, in my opinion, how much value can be added to crime prevention and criminal apprehension and prosecution if we use the resources we have and develop them the way your agency is is helping um, do right now, especially through your new programs to train analysts. Um, What do you um, see for the future, then, for the National White Collar Crime Center?
2: uh well for the future um um uh, we're going to continue to uh provide uh in my mind the the best training to uh law enforcement that's available um and um, um what we will see I'm sure in the future is uh um, tech technology uh, keeps developing and advancing uh so uh, many of the methods uh, that are used by um, criminals uh, to commit crimes or are going to change. So uh, one of the things that we try to do is is stay ahead of the uh, the technology or at least stay with the technology um, in our trainings uh, to uh, provide that to um, the agencies across the country. Um, and um, what uh, what what I would hope for the future that we're able to do with our intelligence analyst training. Uh, project is to, uh, uh, to show agencies the value uh, of having an analyst on staff or, or an analyst unit uh, to assist them with, uh, with the work that they're doing. Um, and uh, I will say that um, the courses that we do hold, we have a, a range of participants. Um, uh, analysts aren't the only people that come to the course. We have many investigators also come to the course. Uh, So while an agency may not have the, uh, um, we'll say the funding to have an analyst on staff, they may be able to um, uh, have an investigator who has an interest uh, in doing that work for that agency.
1: Uh, And so, you know, my last question for you is, what is the value of an analyst for an agency? I know you recognize it, and I do. But what is the value? Um, and I know you can't sum it up in one sentence. But just perhaps from your point of view, as someone who's been all around the country and working with yourself as an officer before you came to the National White Cod Crime Center, what do you see as is, is the value added by having a trained analyst in a law enforcement agency? Uh,
2: I I think the value is is actually priceless. I um what I see is um what an analyst can provide is is another viewpoint as well There, uh um i don't know if I should call it a bias, but uh you know there there is the, uh, uh, the typical way that law enforcement will look at a problem um and I think um, many of the analysts are 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 trained to um, uh, understand what bias is. or or notions maybe out there and to uh, um, look at the entire picture and to, uh, uh, I think they offer an insight that is is very valuable uh, and uh, and details as well. Um, uh, They really delve into the issue and into the problem and can provide some insight into how to uh, not only uh, approach crime but also how to prevent it and how to deter crime. Um, and, and how to uh, focus the delivery of services within an agency. Uh, when you think of uh, smaller law enforcement agencies or um, if you're not looking at the, the data that you have um, in a systematic way, you may not see the, the trends that are occurring uh, and, and deploy your resources um, adequately toward the trends uh, that you're seeing in the data that you have.
1: Well, um, thank you, Dale, for joining me on the show, and thank you, listeners, for joining us on Analyst Corner. Stay tuned for more expert guests and best practices in crime and intelligence analysis and policing, and check out the um, National White Collar Crime Center's website, um, nw3c.org. And um, if you're an analyst and you haven't been to any training from this agency, I highly recommend it. Thank you, Dale.
2: Thank you, Debbie.
1: Have a great day, then. You too. Take care. Okay, bye-bye.
2: Bye.